0: Hello and welcome to the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the show about starting, growing and marketing your purpose-led business. No magic wands, no false promises, just simple, straightforward and honest advice based on decades of experience. I'm your host, Sarah Price, and you are ready to actually make a difference. welcome to this episode of the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the one-stop shop you need to help you to get your impact business up, running, and growing. In this episode, we're going to be talking about self-care for entrepreneurs. I cannot tell you the number of changemakers I meet every day who are sacrificing their physical and mental health on the altar of making a difference. As an entrepreneur, you are already at a higher risk of burnout than almost any other group. Add the pressure to make a difference in the world to the mix and, well, it's a self-care disaster waiting to happen. And I get it. I really do. I've been there, burnt out, and got more than one t-shirt. Hence this episode. Being released on the first of August to mark the fact that every year I take the whole month of August off and dedicate myself to self care and curiosity. Now then, let's be clear. This episode is not going to include one of those six steps to self care success type systems. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know, that's not really my thing. Besides which, you're an individual and what works for me might not work for you. But in my experience, if you're a purpose-led entrepreneur and you've either experienced burnout or you're on your way towards it, there are at least three core beliefs that you need to tackle. And simply bringing awareness to those beliefs is a great first step. So that's what we're doing in this episode. And if you take a look in the show notes, you'll see there's a guide that accompanies this episode that has some great journaling prompts to help you to work through these beliefs and mindset blocks. Okay, are you ready? We're going to start with a big one. Belief number one self care is selfish. You are passionate about what you do. It matters not only to you, but to the world. And there is so much to do, and so many people who need you your clients, your family, your friends, your neighbours. And you're healthy, right? Or at least you're doing okay. You don't need to take care of yourself, particularly right now. You're all right, right? Somehow, taking care of yourself, prioritising your own needs, seems selfish when you're still capable of giving more. This was a big one for me. I had this belief that prioritising myself and my needs was selfish. That somehow I had to plaster a smile on my face and keep selflessly soldiering on. And I did. Until I couldn't do it anymore. Ready for some tough love? Do you honestly think that the people around you, the people who care for you, aren't aware that you are burning yourself out? That they are not, perhaps secretly, worried about you? Doesn't it seem a bit, well, dare I say it, selfish to cause them all that worry? And what happens if you collapse? What happens if you become so exhausted that you get ill? What if you have to take weeks, if not months off? Who's going to take care of you? They are. And isn't that, well, kind of a bit selfish to put that burden on them when you could avoid it? And of course, if you do collapse, who's going to create the impact That you are here to create? Who is going to take care of your clients? Who is going to make your difference in the world? If you want to make a difference without burning out, then you have got to get your head around the fact that self care isn't selfish. Self care is what enables you to take care of others, to carry on making a living and making your difference in the world. Belief number two, I just don't have the time. I love this excuse. I used to use it a lot. We live in a culture that celebrates busy. Somehow busy has become inextricably linked with valuable, and so we behave as though being busy and exhausted as a result was a competitive sport, and we're all aiming for gold. Once upon a time, I busied myself into exhaustion, adrenal fatigue, and collapse. It got so bad that I lost my words. I couldn't think clearly. My brain was no longer functioning properly. I was so good at being busy and not taking care of me that I would go weeks, if not months, without taking medication that I need in order to function because i just didn't have time to go to the doctor for a prescription i was working 12 14 16 hours a day and sometimes more and when i wasn't working well i had a book to write and a family to take care of and friends to see and a house to clean and and if someone had said to me back then take a break do something for you i would have rolled my eyes like you're probably doing now And said, I just don't have the time. I'm too busy. It's just not convenient right now. Ready for some more tough love? I don't have time is a lie. What it really means is this isn't a priority for me right now. How do I know it's a lie? Okay, picture this think of someone close to you, someone you love, someone you truly care about who is always. Always there for you. Got someone in mind? Okay, great. Now imagine you get a call from the hospital to say that this person has just been admitted, they are really ill, and they are asking for you and only you. What do you do? You drop everything and you go and visit them, right? You make time because it's important, it's a priority. So, how about you apply that same prioritization to yourself? And I can hear you thinking, yeah, but I'm not ill. I'm not in hospital. It isn't an emergency. And sure, that's true. Not yet. But it will be. And soon. And you know what's more inconvenient than you taking some time off right now? Is you taking nine months off later. Trust me, I know. It took me nine months months to recover from my last round of burnout. And that was really inconvenient. So whenever you catch yourself saying, I don't have time for self-care for me to do something for myself, remember that what you're really saying is I am not a priority for me and make a different choice. Belief number three, it doesn't work for me. Over the past few years, a cult of self-care has emerged alongside the cult of busy. The cult of self-care is largely populated by what I think of as the self-care fundamentalists. You know the ones, meditation, mindfulness, daily journaling, yoga. If you're not au fait with your downward-facing dog and you're not completing three sides of morning pages and chanting mantras for hours before sunrise, then according to the fundamentalists, you're just not trying hard enough. And whilst I believe that meditation – Mindfulness, yoga are all undeniably good things. Self care fundamentalism provides a useful hiding place for those who are avoiding self care because they can say things like, Well, I'd love to practice self care, but meditation doesn't work for me. I'd love to take better care of myself, but I'm just not a yoga person. I would take better care of myself, but I don't do the burning incense thing. I spent years speaking to self-care fundamentalists and reading their books, because they all have books, right? And then trying to adapt my daily routine to incorporate the hair self-care suggestion. You name it, I tried it. In fact, I once had a morning routine that took so long, I had to get up at quarter to five to get it finished before work. And when I inevitably failed to maintain my new self-care habit, it would become another thing on the list. I'd love to take better care of myself, but, insert self-care discipline, doesn't work for me. And it would become another thing for me to beat myself up about. Here's my take on it now. Self-care isn't the same for everyone. Start by knowing who you are and being honest with yourself about what will work for you. I would love to be a morning person, but I'm not. I'm a night owl. I'm also an all or nothing person, so I'm either working or I'm resting. And I'm more likely to fly to the moon than to do a Pilates class. But here's what works for me. I go to bed late but I get a minimum of seven hours sleep a night, except at the moment because I have insomnia. Anyone has any suggestions for tackling that, they would be gratefully received. Anyway, I take at least eight, usually 10 weeks off every year, including the whole of August, when I often go on a retreat. I take a long weekend off every month and I refuse to work at all, not even looking at my emails, on at least one day of the week during the rest of the month. I plan in rest days after any big event, any launch or workshop and I walk by the sea every chance I get and I meditate when I feel the need. This approach probably won't work for you because it's my approach. You need to find something that works for you. Ignore the self-care fundamentalists find out what works for you. And don't try and change your entire routine in one go. Start with one thing, the thing that will make everything else easier. For me, that was sleep. When I had that sorted out, which I did used to have sorted out, it was much easier to tackle everything else. And I still struggle, especially when I have insomnia. I don't get it right all of the time but I'm doing better now than I ever did when I was following some fundamentalist's prescription. Do any of those self-care beliefs sound familiar to you? Self-care is selfish. You don't have time. X, Y, Z doesn't work for you. Yeah? Then take a look at the Self-Care for Entrepreneurs guide. The link is in the show notes and do the journaling exercises recommended there. And Keep an eye out for an email with some more ideas, some more tips and some more insights because it's time and you are ready to actually make a difference. Thank you for listening to the Actually Making a Difference podcast with me, Sarah Price. Come and join a community of purpose in our free and friendly Actually Making a Difference Facebook group because now that you're part of my world, you need never feel alone on this entrepreneurial journey. And you will always be welcome.